Hey friends, I'm Brad Livingston, lead pastor here at Transformation Church. I want to personally welcome you to our podcast. At TC, we exist to see people transformed from who they are to who God wants them to be. So no matter where you are on your faith journey, I hope today's message inspires you to take one step closer to Christ. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing today? Good? Amen. Yeah, it's been a great day so far. And man, that weather is nuts outside and it is like ugh, outside, but it's A in here. Y'all know what I'm talking about? So, hey, welcome to Transformation Church. And today is a very special Sunday because today is our Legacy Sunday. And so we just want to cash some vision, you guys. And, and we want to let you know a few amazing things that are happening right here at TC and things that you're a part of. And some of you are going to find out today things that we've been a part of and that you have been a part of that maybe you didn't know about. And so we want to put them in front of you today. Uh, I, I want to take you to James chapter 4, verse 14. And in James chapter 4, 14, he says, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. He says, What is your life? For you are a mist that appears. Some translations say vapor, and some translations say a breath. It's here today, and it's gone tomorrow. It appears for a little time, and then it vanishes. But instead, you ought to say, Whatever the Lord wills, we will live and do that. And what God wants for us, is that we would see that, how many guys know, I, I'm 31 and I feel like I was 15 yesterday. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like how many of you know the time goes by fast, right? And so, man, and that's what they're talking about in James chapter four is that life goes by way too quick. And as it goes by, if we're not careful, we'll miss key opportunities to leave an impact. And for some of us, I don't know about you, but because life gets busy, I sometimes have a hard time seeing how many chances I have for God to use me to do something great for someone else. And today we want to show you some of the things that we're doing and invite you on a journey. I want to take you over to Acts chapter one real quick, verse eight. And it says uh, in verse eight, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And how many of you have been saved by Jesus in this house? He's transformed your life and doing something amazing with you. Some of you are like, I I don't know if I'm going to raise my hand because I ain't quite there yet. Y'all know, you know, so don't raise your hand. No, I'm just kidding. No, listen, even you ain't quite there yet, people. Listen, if Jesus doesn't put grace in your life, you're there yet. And so God wants to keep doing something great with you. And so I don't want you to be under the guise that, man, he's not really talking to me because I just ain't got it together yet. Listen, if, if God put all, any of our lives on the screen for the world to see, we would all cower in a corner somewhere if all of our thoughts were displayed. But how many of you are excited that Jesus and his grace has forgiven us of all the chaos in our life and created a way? Amen. So, so the Holy Spirit is upon you as we become Jesus followers. And then he says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So what that means is that tomorrow I'm expecting all of you to get on a plane with us to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I'm kidding. That's not what we're doing. Don't freak out. <laughs> Some of you are like, I don't even got a passport. I don't even know what my driver's license is. I'm not going to lie to you. No, like, so that's, that what he's saying is he's speaking to a particular group of people here. And the group of people that he's talking to, Jesus is talking to, when he says, you're going to be my disciples in, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, is what he's saying is Jerusalem is where they were at. Jerusalem and Judea is where they were at. Judea and Samaria is where they were at. So what he was actually saying is, I want you to reach the city for me. I want you to reach the nation for me. And I want you to reach the world for me. 
So he was actually not saying that we should all go to Jerusalem tomorrow. What he's saying is he wants them to reach Jerusalem, but he wants you to reach Pensacola. I think we should get a better amen than that, somebody. I said he wants them to reach Jerusalem, but he wants us to reach Pensacola. And if you're watching in live right now and you live in Covington, Kentucky or whatever, he wants you to reach Covington. All right. So, but he wants us to reach our city and then he wants us to reach our nation and our world. At Transformation Church, there's key ways that we do that. And we want to show those to you today because here's what I know is that God wants to do amazing things to touch the lives of people. And if we would capitalize on key moments and opportunities, we could actually join together to make the greatest possible impact. And when it comes to reaching our city, one of the things that we're very passionate about at Transformation Church, we're going to feed the hungry. We're going to clothe the naked because that's what Jesus told us to do. So we're going to keep doing that. But there's a key way that I'm very excited about that we're making a big difference in our city. And we have partnered with an organization called The Secret Place. And some of you have heard me talk about it in the offerings lately because we've already given thousands of dollars to The Secret Place. But I sat down with Kristen Lipscomb, who's uh, Pastor Josh Lipscomb is the lead pastor at Liberty Blue Angel. His wife is her and her team head up The Secret Place. And the secret place is the strongest form of, of reaching our city by way of rescuing young women from human trafficking. And some of our young women in our city are being trafficked uh, in a number of different areas in a number of different ways. And we have made it part of our mission at Transformation Church to say, God, on our watch, we're going to do all we can to save all the women we can from human trafficking. And we're going to make the greatest possible impact in our city. And so I sat down with Kristen Lipscomb uh, and we, we talked about her vision, her dream, and what it takes to accomplish the secret place. And we want to show that to you. So go ahead and roll our video with Kristen Lipscomb. Hey guys, we're super excited to be here. Um, I'm currently at Liberty Church with my friend Kristen Lipscomb and a recent partner with Transformation Church, um, but not just as great friends in regards to our church relationship, even though we love Liberty, but the secret place. And as we're getting ready for our Legacy 2018 offering, where we're gonna take 100%, every dollar that comes into this offering, we're gonna give back out. Uh, and so we're super excited because The Secret Place um, is actually one of the uh, places that we're gonna be giving and donating uh, and helping support in our community. And as soon as I heard about the vision that Kristen had, um, I immediately knew right away we had to get on board. And so, Kristen, what is The Secret Place for those that may not know? So The Secret Place really is, um, it's the first safe house for child survivors of human trafficking uh, north of Orlando. And um, it's a therapeutic home, uh, it sits on 10 acres, and uh, it will basically be a, a place that provides healing and restoration for um, children, um, specifically girls ages 12 to 17 years of age, um, who need the therapeutic care to heal. So what, what is your hope for our city that something like The Secret Place will do? Yeah, The Secret Place is um, part of their answer, you know, um, but I think it's a, it's a great responsibility that we have as a community, as a, as a um, region at large, 
that we can be the answer to these young girls who are survivors of human trafficking, which means that we can bring hope, we can bring healing. The thing that I love about The Secret Place is, while it is a state-licensed um, home residential program, it is faith-based. Jesus is at the center of everything. That property has been bathed in prayer, and uh, so I know that the hope that's going to be given back to these girls may it be through uh, medical provision or therapeutic care, but ultimately it's going to be the love of Jesus, and it's going to be shown through the community who's given it to them. Uh, is there anything else that you want people to know about the Secret Place or your vision for what you want God to do there? I want these children to have an opportunity to be kids, and um, mm -hmm. every child deserves to be a child, and if we can give dignity back to a child, if we can let them know that they haven't been forgotten, if we can let them know that, um, you know, every detail has been considered, the, the clothes that they get to choose from are not just secondhand clothes, but they actually get to make a choice in what they want to wear. Their color of their bedroom is not something that we're gonna provide. We're gonna say, what color do you wanna paint your bedroom? We want to give these kids back their choice and their dignity. And uh, when I think about a young girl who's 15 or 12 years old coming onto that property and knowing at some point in their life, their whole journey can be flipped upside down. And I can discover 10 years down the road that they're in nursing school or they're, they're fulfilling the dream that we know that God has given them. It's enough for me and I will fight every um, every battle for that one child. Yeah. Man, it's not about just getting kids out or women out. It's about getting them into a life of purpose and, and letting God unlock what He wants to do in their life, which we know is so much bigger and greater than where they are right now. So, phenomenal. Well, Kristen, thank you so much and uh, we appreciate it. So, hey guys, don't forget, December 30th, we want you to come out. You can give online. You can give in all the different areas. We'll get you the details, but make sure that you support uh, the Legacy 2018 offering and our friend Kristen and The Secret Place. We appreciate it. Thank you, Kristen. We are uh, we're super excited to be partnering with The Secret Place. And, and one of the things that she mentioned, Kristen mentioned, number one, when I heard her heart behind this, it was before the program even got launched. And, and as soon as I heard about it, I met with her and I was like, "What? tell me about it. And as she started telling me about it, I was like, this is just amazing. And so we got on board with them right away. And, and if you've ever given a dollar at Transformation Church over the last year, part of that went to The Secret Place. So whatever, so we, we've already been doing this, but we have a greater way that we can accomplish it right now, and we're very, very excited about that. Uh, and, and one of the things that Kristen talked about is, is their dignity. And, and I don't know about you guys, but how many of you know that things that happen to us as child, uh, as children, can grow to define us as adults? And she talked about this idea of giving life back and giving dignity back, and, and what an opportunity we have to take someone between 12 and 17, these young women, and, and not have to wait till they're 30 or 40 or 50 
to be dealing with their, their problems, whether it be psychological or whatever, that has been brought into their life because of what they're coming through. Let's deal with it now so that when they're 20 and 30, they're raising a family that looks like Jesus wants us to look like and not having to fight through brokenness. And how many of us can recognize areas of our life where we know we're dealing with brokenness? We definitely want to stop that for this generation of women. And I don't know about you guys, but that's a fight worth fighting for. And so we want to champion that march. Yeah, absolutely. So... So then that kind of segues us into, uh, so, and I wanted to mention this, that we didn't mention it earlier. The reason that I don't mind taking a whole Sunday to talk about this is because uh, we don't have to worry about being labeled money hungry or whatever, because we don't keep this offering. We're giving 100% of it away. So people look at us and they're like, oh, great, just more people trying to get more money. No, 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 we don't keep this. This isn't going to my salary or our salaries. We're giving this away. Every single dollar that comes in is going back out to create impacts in these areas. That's why I don't mind coming to you and saying, ask God what he wants you to give, because today we're going to create an impact and we're going to leave a thumbprint on our mark. When I'm dead and gone, I want someone to know that we did something great while I was here. And that's why we're talking about leaving a legacy. And one of the ways we do that in our nation, sometimes in our city, it's easy to figure out. And in our world, it's easy to figure out. We have places we go, but how do we do that in our country? How do we make sure that the people in Virginia are being reached? How do we make sure the people in New York or, or in California, how do we know that they're being reached? And as we started having that conversation, uh, it very clearly turned into the idea that it's not about us going to those places, even though if you want to go to the Bronx, New York, we can get you there. We know some people, right? So uh, if you guys want to go, we'll take you on a mission trip to the Bronx. But... The way that we do that is by planting churches in cities around the world and seeing God do amazing things in it. And so the Association of Related Churches, ARC as we call it, has been phenomenal at that. And I'll be quite honest with you, this church wouldn't be here today if it weren't for ARC. And Pastor Dan can attest to that. So how do we know it works? Because we're here because ARC exists. And so how many more churches can we plant? And so we get to celebrate some awesome numbers. We're going to hear from Greg Surratt and Dino Rizzo right now they're going to tell us all the things that got accomplished in 2018 and hopefully that inspires you to recognize all the things we can accomplish in 2019 let's listen to what they had to say God is able to do abundantly more than we ask or imagine and that's what this year feels like uh, we actually uh, went over 800 churches go figure 800 churches life-giving churches and communities and you know our goal is just to see life-giving churches in every community. You know, Billy Hornsby, our founder, had a heart to see a life-giving church in every community. So that means we, we got we to gotta get on the road. And so we've been able to do that even more uh, over the past year. We've been able to be in all the different regions. And, and we do things called ARC meetups, about 200 of those that we've had around the country, even starting to have those in Canada. So it's been a huge win in 2018 to be able to see these connections around the country so that we can distribute. We want to distribute what God has done in ARC and the heart of ARC where we see thriving churches in every community reaching people. So we want to distribute that across the country, literally around the world. What excites me is to see uh, some couples choosing to go into what you might call difficult ground, although I don't think there is any difficult ground. Some places where the harvest maybe is a little harder, and to see young couples saying, you know what, I want to go there. That's incredible. 
and we're able to recruit uh, potential church planters for a New England area, for the West Coast, for the Pacific uh, Northwest. And it's being so effective in reaching people and understanding the perspective of planting a church in a diverse community or uh, in an urban area or in a rural area. I was talking to somebody recently that said they were church plant number 200 and something. And to think that that was 600 churches ago and not very many years ago, you know, maybe four, five, six years ago. Uh, I'm excited about that, but I'm more excited about tomorrow. You know, a couple years ago, we only had a few churches on the West Coast. Uh, it's a different dynamic. It's a different demographic. It's even a different cost in resourcing a church that plants uh, on the West Coast. And so this year, uh, we planted more churches on the West Coast during our fall church planting season than we did the East Coast. And some of those were massive launches. We had several that were over 500. One of our largest church plants took place on the West Coast this year that had over 900 people on their launch Sunday. So it's exciting to see how we're spreading and uh, we're gonna reach all 50 states. Uh, we're gonna do everything we can to continue to, to do the, uh, what God wants us to do globally. And we've pinpointed certain nations around the world that are easier for our model to be distributed with great leaders that are already existing in those nations. I think one of the other highlights that I love and that our leadership team, Pastor Greg, Pastor Chris, Rick, Randy, John, our founder, Billy Hornsby, had a heart for this, is to do everything we can to cross diversity. Uh, we want to reach all kinds of people with all kinds of churches in all kinds of communities. And we're doing that. I believe when you see a nation that is divided a lot among, along so many lines, we're doing everything we can to come together and to be united in planting churches that are reaching all kinds of people. And I think we made some good steps this year. Still got a long way to go, but I think we made great steps, our conference and listening better. We're just, I think ARC is listening. We're asking better questions. We're listening to what's happening in different areas of our country and how we can uh, launch better churches. I would say to those that have partnered with us this year who gave financially, this was a good year. Your giving has made a huge difference. I think there's a good return on it. When you're able to invest $7 million in church planning, what we've been able to do uh, this year, and then that in turn turns into missions money at the rate of five to six times that in giving to missions, which is planting more churches, which is reaching more people, which is going into nations and countries that don't even have the gospel. But I just thank God for every church that has invested. I believe that we've stewarded it well. You know, we keep our team and our overhead very lean as an organization so that every dollar that comes in, we can push it out to church planting. I'd like to say to those of you who have given, you guys have supported, You've been a part of what's going on here. Thank you. You know, we're doing this together. It's not like you're giving to us so we can go do something. No, we're doing this together and we're making an incredible impact. While this has been a great year, listen, the best is yet to come. Amen. 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 So we're very excited to be, we are an ARC partner. And as an ARC partner, one of the things we're very, very excited about um, is to plant more churches. And one of the things I love about ARC is that 100% of the resources that we give to them goes to church planning. So all of the men that you're seeing in this video and all the, the people that they have on staff with ARC, they're actually on staff with their own churches. 
and ARC doesn't receive any of the money for salaries, all the money goes to church planning, which means we're not paying, sal- we're not paying salaries to people where we could be planting more churches. It's all church planning. And that's encouraging because we know all the money is going to the right spot. Um, and so one of the things that I love, and, and this is not a jab at my pastor here, um, but I grew up in church and to no fault of his own, I was not inviting anyone to church on a Sunday morning when I was growing up because I grew up in the AG world, the Pentecostal world, where you didn't invite people to church because you didn't know what was going to pop off on a Sunday morning. All right. So um, and so I was not I no, I'm not bringing nobody nowhere close. And but it wasn't necessarily a, a person's fault. It was a culture. And we live in a city, and, and, and even in the Western church, when I say Western church, I mean America, even in America, church has become more religious than Jesus. It's become more about tradition and concepts than it's become about life-giving atmospheres and seeing people transformed. It's about sanctification before salvation. But I think we need to see that changed again. And so how do we do that? I can't save the whole country by myself. And I'm not even assuming that I could, even if I had the ability to. What I know is what we need is more life-giving, Jesus-proclaiming, gospel-centered churches in our nation to speak life into these communities. 1,700 pastors a month quit doing ministry every year. I'm going to say that again. 1,700 pastors each month quit doing ministry. Those are communities that are no longer being reached. So we have a job to do and an opportunity to be part of seeing life-giving churches put in every community. And that makes me excited because we get to be a part of something way bigger. Uh, Pastor Chris Hodges has an important saying that I've grabbed a hold of. And that's the part that I play is way bigger than the, part, than the organization that I play it in. Which means I have a much bigger opportunity to do something. And I may never even see the scale of it. But the part that I play gets to be a part of a huge huge organization. That's awesome. And so we celebrate that. So then how do we reach our world, right? Our city, our nation, and our world. And, and with Reimagine Peru, who an organization we've been partnered with for a long time, we've been able to do some amazing things in Peru. And I sat down with Linda English, who her and her husband, Greg, are phenomenal people. Linda is one of those people that genuinely loves every person she comes in contact with, which is amazing because I don't know anyone that loves every person they come in contact with. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like, I like almost everyone, but then there are those others. Y'all with me, right? Like, you you might be sitting next to them right now. Don't turn. Don't look. Okay, that's not... But y'all know what I'm talking about. But she's one of those people, like, compassion and humility and love pours out of her. And with that, her and her husband started an organization called Reimagine, where they go into Peru and take families that are living on dirt floors and in cardboard structures, and we build houses for them. And as we build houses for them and we show them love... Then we tell them why we have that love. And that's because Jesus is on the inside of us and he leads and guides our life. And then we're able to preach to them. Jesus didn't proclaim the good news until he met the need first. He fed them, then he taught them, right? He gave to them, then he taught them. He healed them and then he taught them. And for us, we build houses and in that we show love and then we have this opportunity to preach an amazing gospel to them. And we see hundreds come into the kingdom because we are putting feet on the ground over there. I sat down with Linda English and this is what she had to say for us for Reimagine Peru.
Hey guys, we are super excited to be with you and with me today is my special guest. To many of us, she's just known as Mama Linda. Um, <laughs> but I am with Linda English, a dear friend of mine, who uh, her family, particularly her and her husband, Greg, head up Reimagine Peru. Uh, and it's an amazing organization that Transformation Church has been partnering with for a while now. Um, but in the Legacy 2018 offering, we are focusing a large percentage of everything that comes in uh, into Reimagine Peru. Uh, and so what we want to do is sit down with Linda and hear her heart. Um, so first off, thank you. Thank Linda, you. <laughs> for for uh, sitting down with us. So what is Reimagine Peru? Uh, Reimagine Peru um, meets a physical need for the, some of the people in Peru. Peru is a third world um, country, third world poverty, much different than our poverty. And so um, we go in and meet a physical need and then as we meet that physical need, we garner the family's trust, we garner a relationship with the family, and then we introduce Jesus to them, if in fact they don't know Jesus. The other thing that reimagine, just not only Peru, but, but here in Pensacola, another thing that we're very passionate about is bringing churches together. And so um, as in a reimagine event here in Pensacola, a reimagine Peru team can consist of many churches within the Pensacola surrounding areas. And so our, our desire is to break down denominational walls, racial walls, all the walls that we've built up in our heart. And when you spend a week with somebody at a, at, with a different denomination or at a different church, you learn to appreciate where they're coming from. And then hence, we get to show Jesus' love. We have set a goal at Transformation Church. Uh, and so our goal is to build 10 houses in Peru this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, um, but for those that are watching, tell, how much does a house cost there in, to build in Peru? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a house costs $900. Okay. So $900. So. Our goal for Legacy 2018 is that we're gonna we're gonna build 10 homes in Peru this year, wow. and so that's 10 families that get to hear the gospel, but not just hear the gospel, feel the love of Christians in all denominations, all backgrounds, doesn't matter. We're there to love people, preach the gospel, um, and and in addition to that, my favorite part <laughs> um, is in addition to loving these people. The third part of our call and what we champion is making disciples. And there's a local, we're building a local church wow. in Baruch. And I, when I say we, the body of Christ, like, and, but you guys are heading that up. So as we it's wrap this up, it's <laughs> we it's <laughs> fill us in on how that's going with Pedro um, and the church. Yes, Pedro and Rocio are absolutely amazing. They meet every Wednesday, really Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Wow. Um, yeah, and um, Pedro's heart is, is of course for the family, but his heart is for the, for the, um, the youth. Okay. Uh, he believes that that generation is the next generation to change his country. Wow. So he's pouring into them. And again, our, our, um, our uh, uh, mantle, if you will, is to saturate 
Peru, and we begin by we begin saturating Peru one household at a time. Just so you know, June and July uh, of this year, you'll be able to go to Peru if you want to go, if yes, you want to help please. with the, the homes, if you want to help meet the families and all of those that we're going to be reaching and loving, you can actually do that by coming to Peru with us and a team. We've been sending people every year for a while a now. Time. I'm trying to remember how many Very years. We've been sending a, a few people here and there. Uh, my desire is actually that, uh, and I've talked to Linda about this, I would like to see a whole trip full of people that we're sending from our home at Transformation Church. So if you wanna go, uh, you can check with our office for more details. But the three ways we take care of our families and take care of our people, we pray, we give, and we go. Join us for Legacy 2018. I, I had the honor to go on a trip to Peru uh, with Reimagine a few years ago. It was life-changing. I've been to th third world countries before, but um, it was so amazing when you fly into Lima, Peru, you're flying into a cosmopolitan city. You're, it's like going into a Birmingham, something similar to that magnitude. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you leave that city, you're in these rural areas where you saw in the video, it's just hillsides and valleys with not hundreds, but thousands of shack upon shack upon shack upon shack of homes that are literally built out of cardboard, pieces of tin, little piece of wood, just whatever they can piece together. There's uh, no floor, it's dirt, there's no running water, there's no electricity. And uh, when you have poverty, you have crime and you have abuse. And, and it's rampant in Peru where uh, over 6.9 million people right now in Peru are classified as in poverty. And poverty in Peru is different in America when you classified poverty in Peru, that means you make less than $105 a month to live on. And 6.9 million people, it rose last year for the first time in 16 years. But then they say that this, the big percentage is that group that lives just outside of poverty. They're still in poverty, but they don't classify. That produces crime. Incest and rape and molestation is huge in these communities and what happens is when these young women are, they conceive through incest or they conceive through uh, just sexual activity, they, they throw their baby away. One reason is to avoid the shame of embarrassing their family through incest. And then the other is that they can't afford a child. They're young themselves. And so many of these uh, babies are out there. There's over 600,000 orphans live on the streets in Lima, Peru alone tonight, right now. And these are the children that survived. And many of these children find themselves on the garbage dumps as an infant. They find themselves in the creek or river thronged to die. And someone finds them. There's teams and orphanages that go out, and they look for these children. And I had the fortune to stay at an orphanage for seven nights and meet many of these children. And one of the things that has stayed with me from that trip was uh, I, we were at a red light, and many of the children that survived and become orphans, they all go to Lima because that's where the money's at. There's no way they can survive out in these rural areas. And so they go to Lima and they live on the streets and they live in the garbage dumps and, and they sell their bodies in prostitution. They, they do all kind of games and things to just get a little bit of change to eat. And I'll never forget stopping at a red light and there was this little boy, he was somewhere around eight, nine years old and he was juggling and he was juggling so people at the red light would hand him money to get food. And he was right outside my window in this van, and I, and I reached out some money to hand him, but something bigger than that happened. When I pulled my, money, my hand back, his eyes locked with mine, and there was just a connection between the two of us that I'll never forget that face 
as long as I live. But I spoke out loud and I said, no one should be alone. And I'll never forget the lady that was with us. She goes, what did you say? And I said, it's one thing to be poor. It's one thing to be homeless, but you should never be alone. And an eight-year-old kid should never have to live his life alone like that. And we have an opportunity today through our giving to make an impact in these families that we can't change the world, but, man, we can change the life of a family there that through $900, I don't know about you, but you can't replace your floor in America for $900, much less build a house that's going to shelter and bring a whole family out of the elements that they live there. Not only that, but they're going to see, and, and now a whole community. When we build a house, you saw, when you build one house, you're really impacting an entire community because now they come and become part of that and they hear and find the love of Jesus. So I just want to challenge you. Some of you in here could build a house. You could provide a whole house. Some of us here can do that, and I pray that God will speak to our hearts to do that. Some of you, maybe not you can afford a home, but maybe team up with somebody and, and go half and half or a quarter or whatever. But I want to know when I leave this world, I didn't leave a memory. I left a legacy. Sure. That means it's going to go from generation to generation, and we get to do that through uh, giving uh, in this legacy offering. Amen. And, and uh, I, I just want to say I really feel like God spoke to my heart. And, and so there's someone in this room right now that God's speaking to you right now. And he's telling you that you, he wants you to pay for one house, just you, $900. And he wants you to give it in this offering. I'm not telling you every person. I'm not asking. I'm just saying that God's speaking to one of you right now. And all that I'm asking as a pastor is that you be obedient to that. And I don't have a problem asking for that because I don't get to keep it. It don't come to me. I don't keep a dime of it. Let's build some houses for some families in Peru and see God do something amazing. I believe there's someone watching us right now online that God is speaking for you to build two or three houses. Um, and if God is speaking that to you, man, be obedient. Uh, go to mytc.life. Uh, right now on smartphone or your computer, uh, click give and man, join us for this offering uh, because we're going to create an impact and we're going to leave a legacy. God's going to do something great in this and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Uh, and in addition to that, there's two other lanes to the city or nation or world. There's two lanes that actually kind of fall into that, but places we want to be intentional about. Um, and the Miracle League is one of those. Through my son, Jabin, um, with special needs, uh, the special needs community has really been brought to the surface for us. And, and one of the ways that uh, we've, we've seen that we can be a great impact is by partnering with the Miracle League. And we sat down, Pastor Justin sat down uh, to have a conversation about that. And so we want to show that to you guys right now. Hey guys, Pastor Justin here, uh, getting ready for the legacy offering uh, for this year, 2018. And with me today is uh, someone we met this past year uh, with our Serve Day projects. And uh, this is Larry Thompson. He is the founder and president of the Miracle League of Pensacola. Uh, and it's going to be one of our local partners here in Pensacola that we're going to support with the legacy offering. And for those that don't know with the legacy offering, 100% of what we bring in that day, we're going to give back out. We're going to give back out locally through, through partners like like the Miracle League nationally and then and then internationally with with missions, um, but but Larry, uh, tell us a little bit about what the Miracle of Miracle League of Pensacola is. Miracle League of Pensacola is a baseball field made of rubber, so special needs children can play baseball like mainstream kids. Walkers and wheelchairs will roll real smooth. The ball bounces very true, so there's no strange hops to it. And we offer special needs kids the opportunity to be a part of a team 
and to play the game of baseball. Just like everyone else. Just like everyone else. So how do you, what do you, what's maybe the hope as far as the organization of the Miracle League that um, a, a church backing and getting behind, what's, what's the hope of that kind of partnership that's, that's there? You know, I think the biggest thing that the Miracle League does is we offer physical therapy without them looking at it as physical therapy. Okay. But it also, when we pair a buddy with a player, we break down barriers. Most people who see special needs kids don't know how to help them. And we have found letters from the Scamby County School Board and things like that, that we tend to break down a barrier that stays there because people don't know how to help them. And really, we want you just to do what they can't do. No more, no less. It's, it's a great partnership, and I think it helps the community as a whole get into an environment that they're not comfortable being in, and they become very comfortable doing it. How many families are affected by the Miracle League? We had 280 players at the end of last year, so we had 280, but we play adults and children, so in our eyes, they're all baseball players, so, but we do break them from uh, three years old to 18 on, on play on Saturdays, and then from 18 up play on Friday nights, so it's a, it's a great program. So uh, for, for the people that are sitting out there, obviously as a church, we're gonna financially support and then things like our serve project, but to the person sitting out there, what can the person do to partner with and be active with the Miracle League? What, what can a person do to, to make the, the, the lives of these kids better? Well, the biggest thing that I think the community could do as a whole is be a buddy. Um, being a buddy doesn't cost you anything. We provide you with a t-shirt that recognizes you as a buddy. But I think when you help somebody that is less fortunate than you, there's nothing better. And if you're a high school student and you're looking for bright future credits or whatever, we offer those. But I think you'll get a whole lot more out of it than bright future credits if you come out there. Absolutely. And, you know, the Miracle League, me and you've had conversations in the past, is uh, uh, the, the special needs community is a special place in our heart uh, because of the TC Haven. We have a whole ministry, kids church ministry of kids and families with special needs. Uh, so we're, we're excited about the next year of how we can obviously monetarily support. I know it's hard to keep the grounds up and, and all the supplies comes from donations. So we want to be a part of that. But more so, we want to get involved as, as people within the church. Uh, and get involved with the Miracle League. So we're excited. We're, we're glad that uh, you're doing what you're doing here in the community. And uh, we're looking forward to the, the legacy offering coming up on December 30th. You can give online. You can give with cash or check. We're going to take up a special offering. And 100% of that is going to go to organizations like Mr. Larry and the Miracle League of Pensacola. Thank you, guys. What's so great over the last year and a half, I've learned a, a real powerful lesson in, in proximity. You know, when something doesn't affect you, you don't necessarily understand the need that exists. And I had always heard in my relationship with Brad over the years of the things that TC does. But a year and a half ago when I became a part of Transformation Church in July of last year and got to see the TC Haven firsthand and what it means to have a kids ministry and kids church that is specific to kids and families with special needs and how uh, how what, what a blessing that is. Not us being a blessing, but the blessing that it is for us to see that. And then uh, when we were getting ready for the Serve Day projects this past year, our Serve Day, I thought what better place than uh, the Miracle League of Pensacola than to go and, and serve them for what they do in the community. And I met Larry um, and he, he kind of told me the story and we, you know, Larry doesn't smile much as you saw in the in the video and uh but larry's an incredible person and he told me the story larry had a son uh that, that was a high school student years ago and he was in a car wreck and um 
He ended up passing away, unfortunately, but before, before he, it, had he survived, he would have been paralyzed. Um, and after he, his son passed, him and his wife were out to dinner, and uh, sitting at a table close to them was another family. Uh, and, and they had a, a child with special needs. And Larry was watching the father of this kid and how he was acting and responding uh, as a father with, with a child with special needs. And he was blown away. And he told his wife um, that had their son survived, he would not have been able to do that. And he was kind of in awe of this dad who was sacrificing everything just to make sure his son could even eat in the, in the restaurant, right? And he told his wife, I wouldn't have been able to do that. And his wife encouraged him and all these things. And through that, uh, Larry wanted to honor his son and, and, and other families. And that's how the, the, the Miracle League started. And um, we kind of built a partnership over the last six months or so, our church and, and them. And man, it's, it's incredible that we have the opportunity to, yes, we have our, our church people, the people that call TC home uh, with our kids back there, but 280 other families, their, their kids go out and just play baseball. And uh, we, we can be a part of, of supporting that and going out and being buddies and all that. And man, it just, it just shows you the need that exists in our community. But I think we have a special calling as a church to minister to that, to that community, to those families um, because of uh, Pastor Brad and, and, and Ashley and, and, and Jabin with the heartbeat behind it. And um, now God's given us a calling and a grace to, to, to minister to that community, but not just here in this building, but through the Miracle League. So I'm excited that we're, we're partnering with them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it is something that's just so close to our heart, you know. And, and uh, I think Pastor Justin used a powerful word, and that's proximity. And uh, you, you don't realize Unless you're in it, it's really hard to understand um, the level of detail and concern and questions and things that you don't even know you have to live through uh, as a family with a child with special needs until you just either have one or you become very close to one. And I can tell you that something as simple as being able to play baseball for some of these kids is life-changing um, and adults. And so to be able to partner with that, it's just phenomenal. Um, and it, it makes me very, very excited. Um, and so... And then uh, lastly, as we wrap this up, the thing that we wanted to bring to you um, is that throughout 2018, we've seen God do amazing things. And we're giving you vision for next year um, and what we, what we want to do in this offering for Legacy 2018 and how it's going to impact 2019. So we're, we're seeing all the things that we are going to get to do uh, in 2019 and what you're giving today is going to accomplish uh, throughout the next 12 months. Um, but we wanted to take just a minute as we get ready to wrap this service up uh, and we want to celebrate what God did in 2018 um, because you don't always, you never look forward without seeing what God has brought you through because he'll never bring you to something unless you celebrate and worship about what he's brought you through. Um, and so we want to celebrate uh, what God has done throughout this past year. Not, we're not celebrating all the wins today, but there are some that we really want to put some attention on and we have a video and then we'll close after that. So go ahead and roll that for us guys.
So at TC, we have a code. It's, it's the 11 things that we operate by. It defines what we do as a church. And one of those codes is that celebration is not optional because every person in every story matters. 85 people went through Growth Track last month. That's 85 people that are on our dream team. That's 85 people who are fulfilling a purpose. That's 85 stories of how God can take you from where you were to where he wants you to be. 269 first time guests rolled through our doors last year. That's 269 people that I don't know where they ended up. Some of them ended up here, but 269 people heard the gospel of Jesus Christ last year. 207 people last year responded to that call and gave their life to Jesus. And so, yeah, absolutely. And so we saw eternity change. We saw eternity change for 207 people. And you, my friends, get to be a part of something great. There was a poll done not too long ago where some churches in America haven't seen one person saved in the last three years. Folks, you just saw 207 people saved in 12 months. Amazing. So what does that mean for you? Well, today we're taking up a legacy offering. It's only, only two times a year do we do it twice in the same Sunday, but we have an opportunity to create an impact. Let's do it in our city. Let's do it in our nation. Let's do it in our world. But there's three different ways you can do it. Number one is pray. And I wanna encourage you, man, if, if God is speaking to your heart and even, man, wherever you're at in your journey, I want you to write down these five things that we talked about today. And I want you to put them on a mirror, on a refrigerator. And every morning when you grab that orange juice or you get that cup of coffee, man, say a prayer that God, I want you to bless those five areas. I want you to bless a secret place. I want you to bless art church planning. I want you to bless Reimagine Peru. I want you to bless the Miracle League. And I want you to bless my church that we can do amazing things through what God is speaking into our life. But in addition to that, in addition to your prayer, is that some of you right now, you're gonna give. And man, I'm asking you to ask God, God, what should I give today? Maybe you're gonna sponsor a whole house today. You're gonna give $900. Maybe you're gonna sponsor three. Maybe you're gonna sponsor five. I'm believing that somebody either in this room or that's watching us online may very well wanna sponsor all 10. I don't care what God is speaking. All I care is that we become obedient. Myself and my wife, we're being obedient today. We're sowing sacrificially today because we believe in this too. And so as we give, I'm asking you to join us and let's build a legacy. Let's leave a legacy. When I'm gone, I want someone to miss me. When I'm gone, I want someone to say, when he was here, he did something amazing. And when Transformation Church is 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I want us to look back at this time and say, I was a part of something great. And I created an impact in our city in our nation and in our world. And last but not least is that you can go. Places like Peru, we're sending a team in July. You wanna go to Peru? Man, connect with us through our office. Uh, we, you can go to mytc.life and you can click contact and you can contact our office. We'll get you the information on how you can get to Peru this July and go be a part of building the houses that you helped fund getting there and impact some families. Maybe you wanna go uh, to the Miracle League and serve there. There's ways you can do that, call our office. We'll get you in contact. So we wanna pray, we wanna give, we wanna go. So I want us to take five seconds and I just want you to listen. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna ask a question, then I'm gonna give you five seconds and then we're gonna take up our offering. All right, guys, the question is this, God, what do you want me to give today? I want you to ask that to God right now and now I want you to listen. Be obedient to whatever he just told you, 
whatever he's been speaking to you throughout this service, give it. Because here's what I do know. When we give generously, God gives back generously. So how do you know that God's going to take care of you throughout the rest of the year? Give and watch him give back to you. Because the Bible is completely riddled with all kinds of analogies where, where Jesus and the disciples say, when you sow, you'll reap. So let's sow generously and let's reap generously as well. All right, ushers, go ahead and make your way down. I'm gonna pray over this legacy offering and then we're gonna take it. So Father, we thank you for today. God, we thank you that you have given us the ability to give. God, we live in a blessed nation and we are blessed people. So God, everything we have, God, we pray that you use it. So Lord, whatever you're speaking to our hearts, whatever you're speaking to every person in this room and whoever's watching us online, whatever you're speaking to, God, I pray that you just ask for obedience. For some, they're gonna sow sacrificially. Some are gonna be sowing out of their extra. But God, I pray whoever they are and whatever they give, you bless them back and you show them that it's about every person because every person and every story matters. Here at TC, celebration is not optional and just one more is always worth it. So God, we give to you today and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening today. To make sure you never miss a message, be sure to subscribe to our channel. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave us a review. For more information about our church or to contact us, please feel free to visit our website at transformationchurch.com. And if you want to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook, just search at Transformation Pensacola. Join us next time for another message from one of our pastors as we see people transform from who they are to who God wants them to be.